Welcome everyone. We are about to begin. This is Hashem feedback and insight share number 116. We're talking about six foundations of um, intimacy and we're talking about emotional intimacy and how important it is. And you could develop emotional intimacy in any type of place or location. You could be sitting across the table and you look at each other, hold each other's hands from across the table and talk that way. You could have meaningful conversations emotionally anywhere, in the kitchen table, on the couch, the bedroom, wherever you feel comfortable doing so. And the important part is that it doesn't make a difference where your emotional intimacy level has been up to this point in your marriage or in your personality. Your question you ask yourself is, where are you willing to take it? And what can you do? Because you can be emotionally intimate with your spouse. It is a goal that is important to attain. And we're going to talk about this later. It makes no difference if you have a more warm overall type of personality or if you have um, a more distant in general type of personality. It makes no difference. Emotional intimacy is something that can be developed and enhanced and enjoyed by all types of personalities, even though it comes naturally to some more than to others. It's about verbal communication, nonverbal communication. It's your t- nonverbal communication means it's not just what you're saying, but it's also the tone of your voice as you're saying it, what your body is communicating as well, the smile in your eyes and so on and so forth. We talked about in the last year how your words have tremendous power. And the words that you choose to use with your husband or wife will stick with them well beyond the conversation. How you say the words you choose is significant. The tone of voice is very important, as we said. And the tone of voice creates that you're inviting your spouse. And it's a warm tone and a warm body language then they're more inclined to connect with you emotionally as you try to connect with them. Very often people say, when they hear these type of things, I'm not a talker, I don't like sharing my feelings, and my spouse is pushing me, he always wants to talk everything out. And often in marriage that's true. One person enjoys talking more than the other, and that's normal. And it could be challenging. Some people process information more by talking about it, and others process information more internally, and they prefer to think things through in their head, not necessarily always talk about it. It, There's no really right or wrong here. It's just a different way of communicating. And you don't have to use thousands of words a day to have this strong emotional intimacy in your marriage. You don't have to be perfect. You just need to work out a system by which both you and your husband, you and your wife are comfortable. And one, one, one person once said they were married for 39 years. As a couple, they found themselves drifting apart and further apart and further apart. And with the kids out of the house and they had opposite work schedules and they had no language or time to express themselves. And it felt like they were roommates. And the feelings on both sides of the marriage have been stuffed down and suppressed for years. The husband viewed himself as a man of very few words. 
Uh, growing up, he was taught that men don't express their feelings. And the problem was that his wife desperately wanted that emotional connection with her husband. And he didn't know how to overcome that challenge. But he knew that he didn't want to keep doing what he's been doing. He knew it was important for his wife. So as he, they started working on the marriage, he made a decision to learn about emotions, to learn and understand what he was feeling at any given moment. didn't come naturally to him. It was an exercise that took effort to do initially. And, but once he did this, he began, began to realize how emotions impacted him and how his emotions impacted his spouse. And thus, that tool of recognizing his basic emotions helped him ultimately get in touch with his feelings and was able to ultimately communicate healthy, in a healthy way to his wife. You think about how the two of you communicate in an argument, for example. Is it common for one of you to shut down? Is it common for one of you to get angrily explosive? Those are two opposite reactions that could happen when you have an argument. Is it normal that you be swearing or cursing to one another? By the way, this type of thing is not just a matter of um, using foul language. Even a person's careful not to use foul language. It still is a harsh way of talking. Do you talk harshly? Is it common when the two of you are disagreeing that one of you walks out in the middle of the conversation? Is there threat of that I'm going to divorce you in these angry um, inter- encounters? Does the past keep, keep coming up in a discussion? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with addressing something in the past that wasn't resolved. But if the constant default mode is to go back to the past, it's not a healthy or productive thing to do. Or do you avoid certain topics because it never goes well when you discuss those topics? Or are you or your and your spouse keeping secrets from one another? So all of these things um, could affect the emotional intimacy. And when we learn to reverse some of those trends, that we don't shut down or try to escape when we have a disagreement. We don't blow up either. But we are able to have an honest, open, transparent conversation with one another. When we feel safe being vulnerable, and we feel safe in sharing our thoughts and our feelings with our husband or wife, and we allow the conversation to, smooth, to go smoothly, flow smoothly between one and the other, that we, our body language conveys that we're interested in hearing what our husband or wife has to say. We're interested and we're willing to listen to our husband, to our wife, and to control your self-control. To the self, I mean, um, your tone of voice and have self-control over the tone of voice as you're interacting. So it was said that <clears throat> if it wouldn't be that I learned, if I wouldn't have learned about emotional intimacy and how to develop it, then we wouldn't be together today. We didn't know where to turn. We didn't know what to do. We struggled with our communication. And it seemed like we were just hitting the same challenges over and over again. What ultimately made the difference? What made the difference was the decision to be open and honest with one another. And once we decided to do that in a healthy way, then it went turned 180 degrees to the better. For example, I used to be terrified to bring up even the smallest things that bothered me. 
I used to sweat. I used to have anxiety attacks just thinking about bringing up a topic that my husband or wife would not like. Now, understanding that it was okay to schedule a time to talk and we could take a time out before it started to feel like it was too much made it easier for me to be able to stay in the conversation. And over time, this is the wife talking, over time I developed the ability to come to my husband and calmly discuss what bothers me. We may not find a a solution right away, but we come back to that discussion a few days later with our, our minds fresh. And my husband used to have a hard time circling back to the conversations um, and he didn't understand the lack of resolution made me worried or anxious. But now he comes to me and asks me if we need to talk it over or if I'm satisfied with the conversation we had in the previous days. So in the past, we really lacked that emotional intimacy. But now that we are building it more and more every day, I feel much more confident in, in our marriage and our relationship. The key really is to start off with baby steps. It's very important. Babies don't run right away. They don't, don't from go from a crawling position all of a sudden or laying position all of a sudden they, 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 they run one step at a time. That's how they go about doing it. And if it's true for a baby's development in the way he or she walks, it is so, so true for marriage. It's the baby steps that count. Once you take the courage to strengthen your emotional intimacy, and it takes courage because it's vulnerable, and you learn how to be vulnerable both being a safe space for your husband or wife, allowing you to be that Ari Miklat, allowing you to be that calm, peaceful mode of your husband or wife and working with them to create a safer space where you can share. And you work together on it and you connect that way. You ask questions that build emotional intimacy. Now, how do I respond when I feel under pressure? Do I really want to stay in an argument or do I want to get, get it resolved? And so on and so forth. I'm going to put a PDF, Blee Nether, here with something called an emotional wheel. They're very informative, very helpful. And there are many types of them. I just picked one that um, helps a person identify the emotion they're feeling at the moment and to be able to express it, uh, you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a healthy way. There are many types of versions of these emotional wheels, but look at this one, you'll get the idea. You'll try to find one that's appealing to you and, the, the, and, and this gives you the emotional vocabulary to understand layers of different feelings and perspectives, which is so, so important. And you identify, you talk to your husband or wife and explain how you would want them to communicate with you. Would you like your husband or wife to ask you, is it a good time to talk? Does it make easier make it easier to understand what's going on if they give you all the background information? Or do you need them to get it straight to straight to the point? You know, your your mode of communication, you talk about what you're more comfortable with and how you communicate. Do you, when, if you're, let's say, um, away apart because each one of you are working or one of you is working, one of you is home, do you text message, phone call, FaceTime, or what's the best way to connect? You learn ways how to connect on a daily basis and then on a weekly basis with more quality time to that and quantity of time as well. One husband once said about this um, emotional intimacy aspect that the wife in 
in, in her case, used to shut down, and the husband felt frustrated and insignificant and, and hurt. And, um, and she, he, he tried. He tried to talk to her, but she would always shut him down in an argument by just simply breaking it off. She wouldn't engage with him, and he didn't know what to do. And his thoughts were thinking about divorce and, and what, what's going to happen over here. Because I love this woman, and now every time we try to have a conversation, she shuts me down. And when she shuts me down, I feel like she's saying that my thoughts aren't important or that I'm not important. And I, I felt very uh, down by that. And what happened was, after a while, and finally brought up the subject to each other in an honest way, they, they, they realized that a lot had to do with the way they brought, were brought up. The husband in this case, was from a large Italian family. They used to, used to talk things through, sometimes fight and, and, and have these fiery discussions, but it, 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 it never ended without some kind of resolution. There was always some kind of resolution. But now I married a woman, a wife, that in her household growing up, it was not like that. The way they used to, used to cope is by shutting down. Uh, even on a common issue they would shut it down um completely and this these two opposite modes of one of them engaging in these disagreements the other one detaching from these disagreements is understanding how you're 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 basically um committing to something that's based on 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 something that's not really a, a, a truth that has to be, but more of what you were used to growing up. And that's a very important concept as well. So the key behind all of this is whether your husband or whether your wife, whether you're more emotional generally or less emotional generally, it makes no difference to be open and honest with each other, to communicate in an emotional level of how each other's feeling, their feelings and their thoughts comes such a long way of maintaining such a deep connection that will help those other aspects of intimacy that we talk about much easier to do and much easier to connect that way. And there are people that, you know, in the past, they, they even had anxiety attacks. How am I going to bring something up? And once they learn to be open and honest with each other, their communication enhanced tremendously. They didn't feel that anxiety anymore because they always felt that talking to my husband, talking to my wife is a safe area. And we, I could come over to my husband, calmly discuss what's bothering me. We may not find a solution right away, but we have a clarity and we'll be able to sol sol solve all our issues that way or most of our issues that way. And what we can't solve, Hashem's going to help and we'll work through it, but always with a calmness. And it is so important for all of us, and I'm going to say this again, some of us may have had hard childhoods. Some of us may have had crazy stuff going on. Some of us may feel that we have flawed personalities ourselves or feel very uncomfortable with our emotions. From all of this, we say that it is the biggest gift that you can give yourself is to learn to become emotionally connected with your husband, with your wife, in a vulnerable, safe way. And 
like we said, it's a skill that's learnable. It's a skill that is doable. And it's so important. Connection, actually, with emotional intimacy is something that's healthy to talk about overall on the mitzvah of a and community. But it's crucial in a marriage. Your words and your tone of words, like we said in the last year, and to listen and to hear and to ask you after the Shemaya for this. Every Shia that we hear here, you could turn it into Tvila and ask Yaqadash Baruch Hu for Siyata Dishmaya with it. And ask Yaqadash Baruch Hu for Siyata Dishmaya to teach me about emotional intimacy, to know how to be emotionally connected, how to develop it, acknowledge to Hashem what's hard for you, and to ask Him to give you strength to become more open. Again, because most of us have opposite approaches. Some people, stereotypically men, but it could be women as well, run away from growth, run away from emotions that are healthy to be expressed outward in a healing process. And this way, when you do this and you connect this way, your marriage is healed and your marriage is transformed. Brachanat